Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm great, especially, you know, we're starting on the eighth I season. I know, season eight, we made it. I know, <laughs> dude, we're going through them pretty quickly. I know, I mean, as quick as you, we would expect to. I know, Given that we do two episodes a week, but yeah, so exciting. I always love a new season, like when, like when a new season starts, okay. like, cause you know, it brings such like promise for like, you know, like a rejuvenation, some yeah. refreshing stories maybe yeah. like, but by, by the time a season ends, it's like you've settled into like a pattern or whatever, but mm-hmm. like. At the start of a season, it's like, what what's happened over the summer? Like, what have we, you know, what, what are we coming into? It's yeah. like exciting. It's true. Within the first 10 minutes and then you're like, oh, shit. <sighs> Dude. Okay. But this, <laughs> for a season opener, this does not disappoint. Yeah. They actually did a pretty good job on this one. I have to. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some, <laughs> you know, some weirdness, but. I mean, okay. I wasn't expecting this. Given the cliffhangers at the end of last season, yeah, I really just wanted them to just like dive right back in and like give us the answers to the questions they posed. You know, like did Roxanne propose? I mean, did Chandler propose to Roxanne? Is Lucy pregnant? What? Why did Detective yeah. Michaels and Lou show up at Eric's door in the middle of the night or whatever? I I needed answers to those questions like immediately, and we didn't quite get that. Wait, was that all in May? Uh, like you mean when that last episode aired? Not aired. Is the story taking place in May? Like, why did you know Detective Michaels and Lou show up? Yeah, yeah. So that was all in May. That was all that one day. Yeah, like, exactly. When Ruthie got her period, so they were all going to go to their non-celebration dinner. There we go. And then, yeah. for whatever reason, Eric and Lucy have hung back. I, I seriously Lucy forgot. Lucy takes her pregnancy test. That I like all those things. I remember. I truly did forget. That Lou and Sergeant Michael show up. Okay, thank you. And when all this stuff about Simon starts ta- like happening, it wasn't until like halfway, if not more, through the episode that I was like, "Oh my god, that's yeah. what they came to talk to Eric about at the end of the last." Like, I never put those two things together. Yeah, and until I just I don't even know how I did in the end, but like because they never made that jump clear, they never like explained timing. It was all just a little crazy. Yeah. But before we get into it, okay, let's get to some business. So this is episode 801 titled The Long Bad Summer Part 1. Mm-hmm. And the Amazon Prime spoilie is quite a spoilie. Oh, no. Simon can't forgive himself for a fatal accident. You kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> I know. Um, the DVD description is the Camdens try to comfort Simon after his car accident that killed a boy while on vacation at the beach, which makes it sound like the car accident happened while on vacation at the beach. Yeah. It's really the comforting of Simon that's taking place while on vacation at the beach. And Kevin talks to Lucy about starting a family. Okay. Okay. Which answers that question for you, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Lucy is not pregnant. She's not preggers, guys. Um, yeah, it's okay. Did so, you want her to be pregnant? I kind of was assuming she would be. Okay. I, 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 I kind of sort of like assumed or thought I knew that okay. she would be. So I was genuinely surprised when she wasn't. I was like, okay, I guess she isn't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we open on Eric at the beach, like looking out into the into the waves or whatever, and then um, the twins and Lucy and Kevin aren't far behind, and um, or oh, I guess and Ruthie and Peter are there too. <laughs> Dude, Peter looks like Eminem. Dude, was <laughs> Peter's hair always that platinum blonde? No, it okay, wasn't. It wasn't right. No, nope. thank you. I was like, why is he like so blonde? Right he now? looks like Eminem. <laughs> he does. he does he's and he's wearing like a baggy jersey yeah yep um so they're all like you know they're like oh let's go whatever and eric's like how's simon and they're like as good as any of us so we're like what like it's all supposed to be this like you know big surprise reveal or whatever and it's not they kind of even anticlimactically reveal it but like but they do a lot of like wait what's happening and then and then cut to annie and simon are like away from them and simon's just like staring out into the ocean moodily by the way looking so fine this season <laughs> yes simon um and there's something about the hair like i'm into the hair 
Um, it's just like sl- not sloppy, but I want to say because it's it's like shaggy. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's a little longer. It's tucked behind his ears. It's like, not that groomed. Mm-mm. It's like matte, but well, a little shorter because he doesn't have that floppy middle part. Yeah. Bullshit happening. Anymore. Exactly. Like, I hate that. Like, that, how is that even a hairstyle? He like, needs to so have the Matt Camden haircut a long time ago. But of course, no one will because Matt's hair is amazing. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> So Annie's like, you know, you need to forgive yourself. It was an accident. And he's like, oh, and she's like, I'm going to say this to you every day until you believe it. This was not your fault. It was an accident. Yeah. And, and again, the audience is like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, OK, instinct reaction to that literally no clue because really? again i didn't put it together i didn't realize this this is the aftermath of the detective michael's lou moment oh and so they kept saying accident and i'm like and and i kept thinking about grandpa pete charles and i'm like you know because they never have fully actually addressed his death so that's true part of me was like oh my god like are we talking about grandpa pete charles like why does simon feel guilt over that like i I just couldn't i couldn't figure anything out like i was like so lost in the weeds especially because literally all of this takes place in the first like three minutes of the episode like yeah it's like coming at you hard and fast and um and then um Oh, and then we get the moment of like Kevin and Lucy talking like <laughs> they're like packing because it's their last day at the beach. It's their last night at the beach or whatever. So they're packing and they're just they're they're doing that thing that like TV does where it's like they just can't stop giggling because they're so in love. They're like so in love. Everything is just like <laughs> look at us packing together in the same bag. <laughs> and then they'll like kiss mo- like periodically between putting shirts in a bag or whatever. God, I really like, hope they liked each other. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, it's like a slog uh, working with this guy <gasps> or girl. Um, yeah, so then finally, like, they they finish packing and they look at each other, like, longingly, like, oh, it's on. <laughs> and they like, the, the bags go flying off the bed and they're like, you know, whatever. Let's just make out. Making out on the bed. <laughs> and then, and then, um, they're talking, like, you know what, I'm just gonna play the clip because it kind of speaks for itself. You know, ever since you told me you thought that you might be pregnant, I felt really happy. Not that you weren't pregnant, but because you will be someday. Someday you and I will have children together, and I can't wait. Well, I'm afraid you're going to have to. We're due downstairs for some more family fun. (laughs) What do you think? About? About having children. I still have two years of school left. I think we better wait until I get out of school. If that's what you want. It's not what I want. What I want is to have a baby. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it ever since the scare either. No, we can't. We really can't. I could babysit while you go to class. (laughs) No, I could. Are you serious? You want to have a baby? I need something life-affirming. We all do. Ugh. That 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 kind of threw me off, dude. What did? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, what did? Um, okay, hearing him excited about a baby. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. actually really cute. Um, her first, I did believe that she wanted to have. Like, you know, the more she thought about, it, maybe she wanted a baby. I don't know. You mean like initially, like like last season? Oh, I, I don't think initially. Oh, okay. I think in, she was scared out of her fucking mind. So you mean now when she says she wants to have a baby? I, I was like, oh, maybe it's settled in her mind. Like, you know, as as it processed, like she's not having a kid mm-hmm. that, oh, maybe I do want one. I was like, oh, OK, I guess like tape. I guess situations have changed. Mm-hmm. But life affirming? Like, why? Well, because someone died, T. <laughs> I, a I, kid died. I, I, I mean... <laughs> I I understand that intellectually. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. Yeah, no, you're right. When you actually think about it, you're like, okay, Kevin, relax or whatever. Yeah. But I actually have two things to say about this moment between the two of them. One, and I cannot stress this enough to the men in the world. I want to hear this. It's not babysitting when it's your own fucking kid. Yeah, that's true. It's called being a parent. Yeah. And two... 
it's not just class. Okay, it's time, it's sleep, it's studying, it's having peace and quiet that she'll need for the next two years of finishing school. Yeah. It's not just that she can have the like two hours a week to go to class. Okay, like calm your tits, Kevin. Yeah, like think a little bit further. You're a 27 year old man. Act like it. I'm a man. Sorry, I'm just remembering whatever the fuck he said to her. It's just like I'm sick and tired of this like. Like, la-di-da portrayal of, like, parenthood, especially by young idiots like this, where it's like, yeah. oh, it's just a baby. I'll go to school and have it. It's like, but you won't, though. Yeah. Because it's a fucking life you're responsible for. Yeah, and it is non-fucking-stop. Yeah. When, yeah, when he said babysit, I was like, I would love... First, <gasps> moron. Two, I would love to see you babysit. <laughs> As he's saying, babysit. Like... I hate that. I hate when men act like it's such a wonderful privilege they're giving us by by parenting their children so we can so us women can do something that we need to do. Mm. Like fuck off. Fuck right off. And if that's your attitude about having a kid, maybe you shouldn't be having a kid. Well. Well, and maybe you're not the person I want to be having a kid with. Well, damn, the pen is down. He should have figured this out before the marriage. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sorry. Okay, I'm off my soapbox now. Um, But whatever. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're they're obviously like thinking about it. And she looks at him like, really? Like, you want to do this? And he's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) To like 27, just be married a little bit. He's 27. She's 22. Yeah, like Like, just be married a little bit, you know, just, you know, let her finish school, travel a bit, have some time to your guys' self. I like, can't. I mean, oh my God. Know? I know. I know. Um, okay. So then Chandler shows up with Roxanne. Oh, Chandler. At the beach house. And they're like, and Chandler's like, okay, it's our turn, isn't it? Like, I thought you guys were going to be gone. I really like Chandler in this episode. Do you? You know, I I vacillate. Uh, here's the thing. They're on... They're definitely on different, okay, Chandler and Roxanne are at, you know, different levels, whatever. Well, in we'll their talk about that. But I just love what he says to um, Eric at the house. After, after, okay, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so I, I think that's what made me really, I'm like, fuck yeah, Chandler, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like your ways yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. I have that clip, um, but I just want to set it up a little bit more, so... Um, so he comes in and Eric's like, well, we're not leaving now. We're leaving tomorrow for church. And Chandler's like, you were supposed to leave tonight. They're like going back and forth. And it's a little awko because there's, there's some tension. Like, and again, because we are coming into the season, like what the fuck just happened over the summer. Right. Again, nothing's been revealed yet. And there's this weird, like tension, like the way that they're relating to each other, Chandler and Eric, like it seemed like detectives trying to give each other like some clues about what the fuck is happening in the case, (laughs) but they're not really talking. Like, cause it's the body language is it very felt, it, weird. It, it, it felt very defensive. Yeah. And the whole thing about like, it's our turn. It's your turn. What do you mean? Like, whose house is this? Like, Seriously. what do you mean turn? Like, what, like, what, like none of this gets explained yeah, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Does the, okay. So the church gives you a house and a vacation home. <laughs> I don't, I didn't think, I guess it does it. The church own this vacation house. I, have I did not no think of that idea. I just assumed it was a rental, but for then for Chandler to be like, it's our turn. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, what? It's, is there a um what's what's the word i'm trying to say a timeshare when it comes to being a minister in glen oak (laughs) that i can be a part of (laughs) so then cut to so this is where the big reveal happens with simon because roxanne is like oh that's the other thing that's weird is like roxanne's hanging back yeah she's like oh you boys talk it out while i figure this shit out walk up to the house with chandler chandler's talking to eric and roxanne's like 50 yards away like at the entrance of the gate and it's like what's happening there is there tension between roxanne and the camden's like what the fuck is happening okay yeah, just setting up and the my drama. mind's reeling because i'm like okay we know there was an accident we know simon's fucked up about it i'm like what did he kill roxanne's dad like what is happening you know see i told i, I will admit when i heard about 
it's not your fault. And next I'm like, oh my God, this boy killed someone. Well, like killed someone in a car. Oh, see, I, I, I naturally assume like he hit. Well, yeah. Cause doesn't he say something about I was driving or whatever? I don't know. But I don't so know then, when. So then he, so he comes, Simon comes out of the house while Chandler and Eric are talking and like to leave and bumps into Roxanne. So this is when we find out sort of kind of what happened. How are you doing? How do you think I'm doing? I was just making polite conversation. But if you want to, we can talk. I've been worried about you. I wish everyone would stop worrying about me. It just makes it worse. To have people care about you? I don't want anyone to care about me. Not even Cecilia? No. Not even Cecilia. Simon, don't do this to yourself. I killed someone. And don't say it was an accident. Because it was an accident that happened when I was driving. I'm responsible for killing someone. Yeah. Yep. Um, so then, again, I'm like, oh, shit. Um, one quick note about the sound of these clips, guys. Yeah. Or listeners. Um, I swear it's not us. It's yeah. the fact that they're at the fucking beach. beach. Yep. And whoever fucking sound mixed or sound edited these this episode, like, fuck you right up the ass. Yeah, like, they try they <laughs> wanted to let you know they really are at the beach. It got so annoying, especially later on in the episode, which we'll talk about. Like it's like you couldn't hear the fucking dialogue at all. Yeah. It's so annoying. I know. I know. Ugh. Okay. And I was thinking about you while as I'm watching any beach scene, I was like, oh, she's going to hate this. <laughs> I mean, it didn't stop me from cutting clips, but I just realized, like, as we were listening back to that, that, like, oh, shit, like, it sounds terrible. <laughs> like, There's many, there's, there's, like, a few things in this episode that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk to Louis G about this. <laughs> um, okay, so then we cut back to Eric and Chandler, and this is where we get the moment you were talking about. Hmm. Roxanne and I will get a hotel and we'll come back tomorrow. Nah, you should just stay here. No, you spend your last night with your family. Right? I'm sorry about the mix-up. No, plenty of rooms here for everyone. There's a room for you and a room for Roxanne. Unless, of course, you decide <laughs> to get married tonight. I will just leave and come back. Come back married? I don't want to get into this right now. Again. Okay. No judgment. You don't know that we're doing anything. She's not sure if she wants to get married right now. Depends on whether or not the fun lasts. What time are you leaving tomorrow? No matter when we leave, whether we're here or not, God knows what you're doing. God does. None of you do. (laughs) Love it. Best. Truly the greatest. Um... Okay, so we're led to believe that basically Chandler and Roxanne have been fucking. Yeah. And apparently everyone knows it somehow. And now marriage is no longer on the table, even though it's been on the table from negative one days of their relationship. Yeah, a lot of, you know, I don't know. I I still don't know how I feel about Roxanne and Chandler, especially in this episode, because Last season, we were like, man, they're so cute. Oh, my God, we're they were loving so it. Yeah. This is a hard reset, though. Yeah. They went away for the summer. They came back. They're like, okay, we need to break up these two because it's too much, right? Yeah. We need to, it, this is a classic reset of a character or mm-hmm. two characters. What sucks about it is like, it sucks because we liked them. Yeah, we, we have we're invested. And it, and it doesn't seem warranted that all of a sudden she's like, like, what is she when she doesn't want to get married? Now that she's fucking you, she doesn't want to get married? She was the one that was, like, making you wait this whole time. Yeah, she's, she was the one that came home and we were like, let's bone. Yeah, you hear her saying, like, I, basically, she just doesn't want to change things right now. Well, that's the vibe but, I'm getting from this but, episode. Well, from this conversation? Because I haven't gotten that vibe at all No, yet. but later on, as they're, like, standing out on the deck... Dude, okay, we'll talk about that. Okay, fine. I'm trying to go linear because a lot happens in this episode. It's yeah, a, a lot shit of ton. setup. Because spoiler alert, guys, this is a part one of two season opener. Yeah. Um, a lot happens in this. Any, yeah. Anytime there's a part two part episode, part one is always like setup, 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 domino, domino, domino. Yeah, like, yeah. So much setup, and then it all gets knocked down in episode two. But it's like so much needs to be talked about. It's crazy. True. 
So, so blah, blah, blah. Basically, that's where we are meant to understand Chandler and Roxanne's relationship. They're fucking. She no longer wants to get married or yeah. at least is not in a hurry to get married. And Chandler's not stopping it or like, again, it's hard to understand exactly where Chandler stands on it because in this moment, he seems like, like he's like, my life is none of your business. Leave me alone. Yeah. But as things unravel a little bit, you, you, then you understand that it's like, oh no, he still wants to get married. Yeah. But now he's in a position where it feels like he has to force Roxanne into it. Yeah. And that's a little awkward. So, um, you know, whatever. Um, he wants to get married, has a, wants a family with her. Yeah. So then they get a call and at the vacation house, the yeah. beach house, and oh, Eric's... Oh, yeah, that's right. Kevin gets the call. Oh, they did that weird thing where, like, Annie's taking a nap and then Eric needs to nap and then he wakes up 12 hours later. Yeah. And then we're and everything's fine and then he's like... They're like, oh, yeah, Annie came down and cooked dinner. I went back to sleep. He's yeah, like, oh, good. I was worried she had slept for 12 hours. I'm like, what is this about? <laughs> like, yeah, I have no idea. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, they're catching us up on their life and how their summer might have been. Apparently, she's overslept and has had 12 hours of sleep. Well, in which and- was all the more reason why I was like, fuck, did Simon kill Pete Charles? Is Annie depressed because her dad's dead? Like, all these like things. Oh, man. They keep hinting at weird things that then end up going nowhere where you're like, Okay, so that happened. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, whatever. Kevin gets gets a call, and it's Detective Michaels, and cut to the sign that the church has been vandalized. Yeah. Saying, thou shalt not kill. Yeah. Right? Um, I forget exactly when in the storyline we learn exactly what happened, that Simon... Um, was making a blind left turn, whatever. Kid came out of nowhere, dead on the scene. Um, older brother is one of Simon's classmates. Yeah. And um, they're going to court. Yep. Uh, they have a court date next week or next month or something. Not even. like It's like... Oh, that I'm not I, I, sure. I, I think I'm it getting was confused with like the school day. I think too. it was next. Well, because this is like the end of summer, right? Yeah. Like, the, 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 this day that we're observing is happens to be like the the day before school starts. Again yeah, it's or Sunday and Monday school starts. Exactly. So so um so whatever. So they have this court date because the insurance wants doesn't want to settle because the parents of the kid Simon killed like yeah. are asking for you know well you know whatever lawsuits and shit right yeah so and and and. Simon wants to go to court or, or sorry, sorry, Simon doesn't have to go to court, but Eric's like, it might be good for him to get some closure on all of this, whatever. Like yeah. everyone knows it was an accident. Like it could have happened to anyone and it was terrible and tragic, but it's not like he murdered somebody like, you know, like all these things, whatever. And Simon just is beating himself up about it. Like can't get over the hump or yeah. whatever, which God damn it. Like I can't even imagine. I <laughs> like, know. I just, I, I there's so much to be said about that. Yeah, that I don't even know how to begin, and I almost don't want to. <laughs> like I yeah. don't know. I know. I know. Um, it's a hard. It's subject. terrible. It's fucking terrible. Of yeah. course, it's terrible. And of course, Especially, you're 17. 17 going on yeah. 18. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And um, anyway, so blah blah blah. All that's happening. The church sign gets vandalized. The the cops, Kevin, figure find out that it was the older brother of the kid that Simon killed that yeah. did it. Yeah. Um, they get it cleaned up and Simon doesn't know about it. And Eric knows that he needs to be the one to tell Simon before he finds out at school or, or someone tells him or whatever. You yeah. Know? Cause Lucy says as much like, what if someone tells him before he gets to church or something like that? Mm. Or before we have a chance to, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And Eric's like, I'm going to tell him after church. I'm going to tell him Simon gets out of going to church yeah. for the first time, maybe ever, but definitely all summer. Cause he makes it a point to be like, I've gone to church every day. Or, I mean, every week, all summer long, I've been around you people all fucking day. I need a day to myself. I, I was a little, um, okay. I, you need to refresh my memory here. Mm-hmm. Did Eric tell Annie about that or about the vandalism on the church sign or no? I don't remember. Okay. Because I don't know that it comes up really as far okay. as Annie's concerned. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it comes no, up either. No, actually it does. Cause what ends up happening is cause it's all a little like 
choreographed a little awkwardly. Like they all come home from the beach on a Sunday morning, right before church, right? So yeah. they all have to get showered and ready and be in church in an hour. Yeah. They only have the one shower. So it's a lot of talk about like, okay, I'm going to shower first and then you go and then all this bullshit. Meanwhile, Eric's trying to deal with Kevin telling him, we cleaned it up. No one will know, but some people might have already seen it in the few hours before it happening and us cleaning it up, whatever. So Eric's like, okay, I'll tell Simon, I'll tell Simon, tell Simon. Simon comes down. Simon wants to get out of church. Yeah. Eric's like, I'll tell Simon after church. It's okay, whatever. Yeah. Then Annie comes down having showered and dressed. Then he, she and Eric have a minute to like catch up or whatever. Yeah. And so he tells Annie like, okay, it's been cleaned up, whatever. And then it's that moment where I think it's like Peter or Ruthie or someone comes downstairs. Right. And they're like, everything's fine. You know, it's all yeah. good, whatever. It, it all again is choreographed a little awkwardly. It is. But, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Whatever. I, I was a little surprised with Annie's reaction when Simon, um, tells them how he doesn't want to go to church on mm-hmm. Sunday because Eric, you can see that the, the the wheels spinning like him. He's like, okay, yeah, maybe it's a good thing. He doesn't show up at church, you know? Cause at this point he already has wind sure, of sure, the vandalism, sure. but Annie's face is just all smiling. And I was like, <laughs> why are you smiling? <laughs> Cause he's like, I've, I've gone to church every Sunday. This, this Sunday I want the time to myself. And you see Annie just like, very, you know, she's just looking at him. He's like, oh, yeah, you haven't ended at church. Like, it's like a very sweet smile. I see. And I, I, that kind of threw me off because I can't remember if she had known what is going on at the church. Well, Annie's whole thing in this and in, in this episode, she's very comforting, or presuming or we can, sorry, assume throughout the whole summer since this has happened, you can tell that the role she's taken on with Simon is the nurturer. Yeah. She's constantly reassuring him, constantly comforting him as you said like everything's okay you know all this stuff where where simon is like maybe spiraling a little bit you know yeah. and so, so annie's playing the role of like you know everything's like you're good like we're here for you we love you all that shit remember when mary was what did they what did they what was the term that they used for her in that season was it spinning or was it i think it was spiraling was it spiraling it might have been we it sounds familiar. Something, something about us just made fun of it. I can't like. I think that I don't think they said. Oh God, it might have been spinning. Shit. Maybe I need to look this now, up. Now that you're saying spinning, I'm like I, I can hear it. Yeah, I don't know. I have to figure this out. I think one of the episodes was called whatever that was. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Anyways, okay. I'm spinning sorry. out or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. Um, which is not actually that's uh, that's a valid term, right? That's a real thing. <laughs> I know, but I think we were like, huh, spinning. <laughs> Um, so anyway, Simon gets out of church. Yeah. Long story short. Um, meanwhile, little Peter. <laughs> Dude, this been boy. been on vacation with them this whole time, apparently. And you get the sense from Eric that, like, Peter's just, like, always around. <laughs> like, he's never not over. Yeah. Like, they come home from the beach and Peter just follows Ruthie upstairs and Eric's like, what are you doing? He's, He's helping like, her with her pack. I'm just going to go say bye. <laughs> and this is when Peter overhears something about Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know from the end of last season, Mary is married. We don't know to who. The big reveal yeah. is actually the fucking worst. I don't know how you felt about it, but I felt so cheated out of this reveal or not out of the reveal, but in this reveal, I felt so cheated. Yeah. I, I I'm with you. And I, it's just so funny. Cause when he appeared. Yeah. Did you recognize him right away? I did. I didn't. I, I had the hardest trouble placing. I was like, I know you, I know you, but I don't know who you no, are. I, I recognized him. And then I swear, like I said, I'm, I don't watch a show, but I remember Talk about how this guy was the shit when he was on the show. Oh, like in just in in Hollywood, you mean? Yes. And everyone was just going crazy over that. And then whenever I saw him, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Really? This is a guy? So it's not Ben? It's not Ben. It's not Captain Jack Smith. 
Oh yeah, it's not it's Captain not, Jackson. It's, it's literally not a single person we guessed or predicted. I know at the end of last season. Talk about like taking it way back and bringing it fucking a. I, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I would have guessed Guy over fucking Carlos. You. Oh, I mean, Guy would have been funny too. <laughs> fucking Carlos, dude. Yeah, Carlos comes back. Carlos. What season was that, dude? I don't like one, know. two? Well, no, it was after the spiraling. <laughs> because, was it? Yeah, because she met him when she was doing um, food service at the shelter or whatever. Oh, yeah. As like yeah, community yeah, service or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like season four or whatever, maybe five. How old is he? Like, how? I don't know, dude. Whatever. Honestly, I mean, I don't care. It's fine. Carlos is fine. He's cute. They're whatever. But I was just like, really, Carlos? <laughs> like, it, really? It couldn't have been Ben. I just, ugh, I don't know. Here I'm thinking it was going to be Ben. And then, uh, yeah. And then when I saw Carlos's face, I was like, oh, my God, I remember this <laughs> shit. I remember all the hype that was happening around this. I don't. I actually remember the hype. I don't, I didn't With watch the, the hype show. around him being on Seventh Heaven. Yes. Oh, shit. I remember the hype. Wow. But I don't... Uh, did I watch the show? No. So I never understand. Interesting. Yeah. So he shows up at the Camden house alone, mind you. While Ruthie is running out the door to, to give, give the ba- bag. And, and, and the best is when Eric's like, I don't understand why this kid doesn't have a bag here. Like, <laughs> yeah, then, he's, then she's giving him the bag. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> uh, Peter, you forgot your bag. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. So she runs out. Uh, and she bumps into Carlos. <laughs> I wanted and to it's say it so like that. creepy the way he's like, do you remember me? Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's all, uh, no. <laughs> and he has to be all like, a few years ago, your sister Mary brought me home. Oh, I'm giving him, a, I'm being very offensive right now with his accent. But he's like, you know, your sister Mary brought me home from the shelter. It was Christmas. You guys sent me home to my family. And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. So would you come home to thank us? Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. She's like, so where are you here to say thank you? <laughs> it was so great. I fucking love Ruthie. Um, and he's all, no, no, no. And and she did guess his name, too. She's like, Carlos, right? Like, yeah, she yeah. Even she, says she, she remembers much. him. And uh, although she was literally like, what, 10 or like seven at the time or yeah. whatever. Um, God, it was like four seasons ago. I know. <laughs> um, so anyway, so then she he's like, he's like, but I see you're busy. Don't you have to chase after your friend? And she's like, no, no, let's talk and sits with him on the stoop of the house Dude. and has him catch up with her. It's amazing. Fucking A plus Ruthie moment there. Um, so then she's upstairs talking to Lucy because she's like, Lucy's like, do you know something? That and, little shit. Uh, she's like, you've been keeping a secret from him. Like this bitch. I know. And then Ruthie's the one that springs an extra secret on Lucy about yeah. like, why, why do you think Carlos wants to be here now? Like, why do you think he needs to tell us now that they're married yeah. or whatever? And then of course the big, you know, the big innuendo there is like, there's a reason, which is that Mary's pregnant. Yeah. Well, what? Uh, at least that's what we're guessing that well, she's no, pregnant. But, but that's but but the way that like they set it up is like that's exactly what yeah they're definitely implying. because There's no mystery yeah, about what they're implying. She's like, well, because Lu- uh, Lucy says she wants to get an annulment. She's like, when was the last time you talked to Mary? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A- and she said, why? What do you know? She goes, well, you know, she doesn't say anything. But the way no, she- Ruthie's like, Ruthie's like. Well, she might have changed her mind by now. Yeah, she might have changed her mind and by Lucy's now. She's like, why? And, and like, like, mm. <laughs> like, because Mary's not ready to tell, but yet she's like, Carlos is definitely ready to tell everybody. Mm-hmm, like, and he's mm-hmm, eager mm-hmm, to do it. All those things. So Peter overhears all this business. I, I really, but <laughs> h- how much fun was it just to see Lucy and Ruthie sitting on? Lucy and Kevin's bed and trying to wake him up. Okay. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor Kevin. He wakes up to the two Cam. He wakes up to the two Camden sisters looking at him and telling him what the fuck is happening. <laughs> and then they're like, Mary's, Mary's married. It's like, okay. Or, yup, because he knows. Yeah, yeah. And, sh- and then, um, and, and then whatever as you said he's like yep yep okay mm-hmm. okay yep <laughs> all right <laughs> we think that they're pregnant he's like what are you talking they're not pregnant and i really hate that term they are pregnant i'm like not why 
I like it, that. It always just cracks me up because I'm like, let's be real. Who's carrying the baby? <laughs> I, guess, I mean, I guess technically it's better to just say like they're having a baby or whatever. Yeah. But I, don't know, I think there's something cute about their pregnant, mm-hmm. you know, because there's something equal about like there's something like, you know, like I was I don't know the right word I'm looking for, but like there's something fair about that in that like, sure. Okay. The female is pregnant, but like we're pregnant. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, like we are the ones having this child. Like, I don't know. We having a baby. We having a baby. <laughs> um, anywho's. So blah, blah, blah. It all becomes, it all starts to become like craziness. So, <laughs> um, Finally, or not finally, but towards the end of the episode, um, after they've all gone to church, come home, we, the audience, now know what's happening between Mary and Carlos, or at least what Ruthie and Lucy think is happening between Ruthie and Carlos. Um, Eric and, oh, okay, what happens is great. So um, Peter comes downstairs and... Eric runs after him. Oh, dude. Knowing that he must know something more about yeah, life yeah, than yeah. just, you know, Simon or whatever. So he chases after him. He's like, he's like, do you know something? And Peter's like, you're putting me in an awkward situation yeah. forever. And like, if I tell you what I know, I lose Ruthie and that would suck because I like her a lot. And like, I love her and I don't want to do that. And I don't want to betray her confidence. On the other hand, I feel like maybe you should know, <laughs> but Dude. like, I can't do that. So he's like, he's like, and Eric's like, Oh my God, of course. Like, I can't make you do that. Like, go ahead, go home, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and Eric says something to the effect of like, whatever, regardless of what my daughter or daughters are up to. Yeah. And Peter, before he leaves, he's like, Oh, daughters by the way and eric's like what and he's like daughters plural and eric's like two of them and peter looks at him like "Mm." and eric's like all three of them (laughs) (laughs) but dude even before then like before he goes upstairs um to drop off the bag to ruthie oh when peter becomes the exposition machine dude yeah someone painted the church sign last night simon though no, but I plan to tell him, so I hope no one else will tell him first. Not to worry. I won't say anything. Not even to Ruthie? She already knows. It wasn't me. She overheard what I overheard. What else are people saying? They feel really badly for that kid's family. But they also feel badly for Simon and your family. What else? Everyone thinks Chandler and Roxanne should get married, or he should break up with that hussy. I'm quoting. It was some older women talking. They use words like that, hussy. Are they calling Chandler any names? No, they seem to like him. Anything else? Well, they were talking about Mary, but they're always talking about Mary. I think she may be the most popular person on the church gossip circuit. So what's the gossip now? They're just wondering why she hasn't been around all summer. You know, with everything happening to Simon and all. Why do they think she hasn't been around? There are lots of theories. My favorite is that she's a spy. For? France. Yeah. Makes as much sense as anything else. How is it that you hear all this stuff and I don't? It's always in the right place at the right time, I guess. (laughs) France. France. Obviously. (laughs) The way he says it. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I mean, little Peter Petrowski, who, by the way, is in the opening credits this I season. I mean, in this episode, at least. Like, go Peter or go Scotty Leavenworth. It's very weird, but I really like the word hussy. Really? I don't know why. I think it's because I've it's actually... very derogatory and it, sexist. It is. But when you hear... When you really hear... <laughs> I've heard few older women use it in such a funny way. And it's it's... It's that reason they refer to themselves as hussies <laughs> in a joke. And I just, I don't know. It's because of that language and it's coming from them that I find it so funny. What exactly does that word mean? Is it, is it like, does it mean someone who's like slutty? Slutty, but also like a, like a, it's like slutty meets gold digger. Okay. So like thing. a hustler. Type. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So like I heard this one, she's like, I was a hussy. Like she literally <laughs> said it like, and I laughed so hard. There's something funny about like, 
I guess it's all relative, right? Because yeah. like, cause like an 80 year old hears hussy and it's just as offensive as like calling someone the C word. Oh now, yeah. Probably. Or probably. Whatever, you know, like it's all relative. Cause like now, now with, with so much hindsight and perspective on it, you and I can laugh at the word hussy because it's just not used anymore. Exactly. But honestly, it's just as offensive and terrible as the words we use today to shame women or yes. to be derogatory. 100%. To women. Like 100. Like I, I hear you and, I, I agree, yeah, but yeah, yeah. when someone uses it for them, <laughs> and it's just like, and you're hearing it like, I was a hussy, and I, I just lost it. I don't know. It was just super fucking cute. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to like figure out. Okay, so then, so Eric comes home and he's like, "Where is Simon? Let's talk to Simon." He's not home. And Cecilia shows up. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, are you here to see Simon? And she's like, no. And then they're like, is Simon not upstairs? She's like, no. And it turns out that Simon, I mean, sorry, Cecilia took Simon to the airport. Because she loves him and I'll do anything for him. (laughs) Yeah. Why would you do that? Because I love him and I care about (laughs) him and I want to be there for him. Yeah. Thesis. Thesis. Um, so anyway, so then, and so it took him to, to be, get on the plane to go to New York to be with Matt. Matt, yeah. Which makes sense given that Simon's whole thing is like, I've been around you people all fucking summer. Yeah, seriously. And I don't feel better and things are not better. Plus, he's been talking about how he doesn't, he how, okay, going back to school is going to be a problem because Justin is, in, Justin is the older brother of the kid he killed. Justin's in his class and he... He like he knows he's gonna have to face him at some point, and that it's gonna be bad. And that's why he even breaks up with Cecilia because he's like, "Yeah, cut your ties with me. It's gonna be hell for you if if you're like tied to me because I'm gonna be a fucking pariah at school come Monday." Or I'm, whatever. I'm a terrible human because like I'm just thinking about how he was after he read the book Outsiders. I was oh, like, God. "Is he doing this? All, like, is he, oh, God. I'm really like." I've never been through anything like this. And, and I've actually thought about thought, uh, thought about this. Like imagine by accident, you take someone's life. Yeah. And I, I can't imagine. And so it was, it was a different journey obviously for me. So I, I truly was watching instead of being critical mm-hmm. of like how they were going to go about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't relate to any of that, but I was watching a story for once. Um, but still, Dude, I did go. I did remember the Outsiders episode. Okay, I can't I, that's, help it. That's but amazing, and like that's true. But if nothing else, what we are now seeing in Simon is this pattern of like, I don't know what the right word is, but like almost like self righteousness, but not in a bad way. Just sort of like it's the way he is about the world. Like yeah. he takes it all on. Like yeah, like you know, he reads Outsiders, and all of a sudden he's worried about starving people in Africa, right? Yeah, and then he kills somebody and he's like he can't let it go people keep telling him like this was an accident like you have to stop blaming yourself and start getting some closure and like start healing and whatever and he's just like i'm the fucking worst everyone stay away from me i don't want to talk to anybody i want to be around anybody like i just i just can't no i'm the fucking worst i'm a pariah and let me be one i deserve to be one all this shit and I mean, whatever. I'm not saying he's right or wrong about that, but it's who he is. Yeah. It's very much his character yeah. to be that way about things like this. Um, so then, so he's gone and Cecilia leaves. And um, that's when Eric and Annie are left alone in the kitchen. And they're like, okay, so we're, you got to go to New York. <laughs> like, and, Eric's oh, like, yeah. and Eric's like, well, I'm going to call Matt. And we'll figure, and he'll put Simon right back on a plane coming home. And Andy's like, you have to go. Like, one of us has to go. We can't just not go and be there for him right now. And Eric's like, well, I can't go. And Andy's like, well, it's not going to be me. And so it starts to escalate. And then they have this argument, which, honestly, I loved. We've been waiting all summer long to have a fight. So why don't we just have it now while Simon is out of the house? Oh, so that's what you've been waiting for, Simon to get out of the house. Couldn't you have just asked him to get out of the house so you could say to me whatever it is you've wanted to say to me since May? I know what you want to say to me. You want to say it's my fault. 
that if I had left with the rest of the family that I would have been driving and Paul Smith would still be alive. Isn't that what you want to say? That you blame me for this? What if I had left with the family? What if I had been driving? What if I had killed Paul Smith? What if it were me instead of Simon? What if that never happened? If I had been driving, this never would have happened, right? Annie, we can't afford to play what if. We have to stay with what is, and what is is our son was driving when he came around a curve and Paul Smith wasn't looking where he was going, and now one life has changed forever and one life is over. We're the lucky ones. Annie, we're the lucky ones. Simon's life may be changed forever, but he's still alive. All I wanted to say was, why couldn't those parents make sure that their son was wearing a helmet? Fuck. Yep. (laughs) Fuck. Yep. That felt so real to me. Like, I really appreciate moments like this between Annie and Eric. Mm -hmm. Because it feels like... It's, it's it's like a window into a real marriage as opposed to a scripted television show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, feel, I, I feel like any person married, right, for a long time, like, like they are, yeah. or kids of parents who have been married for as long time like they are, whatever, has witnessed or been a part of this intense conversation or argument or whatever, like, between spouses. Yeah. And it feels very, like... You know, it's been building. They've they've been this has gone unsaid yeah. by Eric for three or however many months now. You know, it's true. And and Annie also has left things unsaid apparently. You know, and it's all just like, like I I mean I don't know. What do you think about what Eric says though? How like they're the lucky ones and like you know, it's true though. It's true. They are the lucky ones. If you think about it, Simon is the one that's going to be going through the journey and like the hell of it because he, he, like you said, he carries it on his shoulders mm-hmm. um, and it's on his conscience and things like that. Uh, so they are the lucky ones that they have their son to look at. However, that other family has to mourn their son's death. So it. They are the when it comes to both those families, yes, they are the lucky ones. It's not an easy journey, one hundred percent, obviously. Um, I don't know. I'm just so surprised that they're taking this route with Simon. Really, I'm surprised. But yeah. at the same time, they have put such emphasis on Simon's driving. I swear to God, it's like how you many know what I mean? terrible horror stories with his driving are we gonna get? Yeah, like he's he. he Got into an accident with Robbie and Matt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the slow, the slow car chase. Yeah, the slow car <laughs> chase. And then what else was there? I know that there's another know. one. But anyways, it's a lot of emphasis on like, that's Simon's true. driving. But it's also like because that's the big thing that's happening in his life. I mean, you know, 17-year-olds, yeah. it's about independence and all that shit. I yeah. mean, you know, I don't know because I never really had that. But like... I, I, I mean, I will say like... Damn it, dude. The score gets me every time and it takes me out. And then as you played this uh-huh. right now. When I, it kicks in. And yeah, then I was like, ding, God, man, you're ding, so annoying. <laughs> you know, except whenever, like I said, you know, when the guitar comes in for We're the Lucky Ones, I'm like, it should have just been that spot. Only then. Okay, do you know the song We Are the Lucky Ones? Or I think it's just called Lucky, maybe, by Biff Naked or Biff some Biff Naked I think is the band so. total like 90s jam like like you know they were very like grungy almost like goth sort of vibe mm-hmm. they have a song called Lucky or We Are the Lucky Ones whatever that was very much of this time and I and I shit you not when he says 
we are the lucky ones. All I can hear is like that song, like the chorus of that song <laughs> and, and the scene. Cause they were on an episode of um, Buffy. You know how Buffy used to do that? Cause they had yeah. that, that set piece of like the bar or whatever, yes. the club, right? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes like real bands would perform yep. as like the band at the bar or whatever. And that, and that was one of them. And mm. they performed that. We are the lucky ones song. So I, I hear that. And I think of that song and that scene in Buffy where they're like performing it. And it's like, takes me right out out of it like <laughs> terrible um so anyway so you can see where eric's head is at and you can see where annie's head is at yeah and neither of them are in a good place <laughs> um you know this show really confused me with this episode about paul smith okay the designer no i'm kidding <laughs> um <laughs> because you hear annie saying I mean, we're going to get to it, but whenever you hear Annie saying, like, why couldn't the parents have, you know, taught their kids or whatever, like, to wear a helmet, mm-hmm. I'm like, so how old is Paul Smith? Like, five, six, eight? I don't know, he was young. Right? Oh, but then when the parents come, it's Thank like, wait, you. really, how I'm old like, was so he? I'm like, so how old was he? But he could have still been, like, 10. You know what I mean? In the night, in the early 2000s, everybody was on drugs, you know? God, man. Like, that's the part that still confuses me about this episode. It's all, it's all really confusing, too, because it was never made clear that Paul Smith was riding a bicycle. Like, and, and then and then Annie brings up a helmet. Because in my mind, kind of, sort of, maybe he was a pedestrian. Yeah. Because they never clearly indicated that he was riding a bicycle. You know, like, whatever happened to Mary. I'm sorry. I'm just, I made a joke. Uh, <laughs> tried. Um, yeah, dude. I don't know. Anyway. That's the part that still confuses me. How old was he? Well, so let's talk about that. So at the end of the episode, um, uh, Paul Smith's parents show up at the door unannounced, like just sort of out of nowhere. Um, And this is already, Simon has already left, right? Um, Yeah. And it's like kind of late night, whatever. Eric enters the door, sees them, and immediately is just like, please come in like oh my yeah. god whatever and then you know he goes into like empathy mode he's like is there anything i can do like whatever because you know he's a counselor all these things yeah let alone the fact that his son is the culprit here but like yeah. whatever and you know the, these parents like first of all the dad did you recognize him oh well i did from desperate housewives and oh really and i that- recognized him from like disney channel <laughs> that too but like i just remember him being I just remember seeing him more from Desperate Housewives. I was like, oh, this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so anyway, so they 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 sit down. It's like right down to business. They're not here to like mince words or whatever. They're like, we're dropping the suit. We're taking the money your insurance company is offering. And Eric's like, okay, like that's great. You know, yeah. like at the risk of sounding crass, like why or whatever. You know, basically. And they and then they start talking a little bit about it. And so yeah, we learn that. Um, you know, <clears throat> Paul was a troubled kid. Yeah. His not wearing a helmet, even though they told him 15 times a day, was the least of their concerns with him because he was into drugs, he was a troubled kid, all this shit, yeah. whatever. So they were already dealing with a lot with him. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that he wasn't wearing a helmet when he left the house that day was like the least of their fish to fry. And he know? was under the the influence. That, yeah, that's true. And they and they said as much. It was, it was going to come out in trial anyway, yeah. you know. Um, and not that they're like, you know, they they didn't have to tell Eric that. No, they and didn't. They even said that, but they wanted to, which is, you know, decent, whatever. Um and um and then they talk about a little bit about Justin and how, you know, Justin's whole big purpose in life was getting Paul on the right track. Yeah. And now that Paul's gone, like Justin's in a little bit of a tailspin and we tried to like talk him out of like not going to school or maybe yeah. going to a different school because we're afraid of what he may or may not do to Simon in school. Yeah. But he refuses to not go. Yep. So they came to ask the Camdens to try to get Simon into another school or stop yeah. or like keep him home or whatever because they're afraid truly of what Justin may do to him. Yep. And which kind of like is funnily perfect enough because Simon has been talking about not wanting to go to school or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it kind com- of works out. That conversation with him and Cecilia at the <clears throat> beach. Uh-huh. When he when he said like if someone had done that to Ruthie I don't know if I'd ever oh forgive God. him that really made me cry yeah because I think up until then it was a little like well you know we never saw the accident so it wasn't yeah. like vivid and it wasn't real and then when he says like 
Like, I don't expect Justin to forgive me. Like, yeah. if, if somebody had killed Ruthie, I would never forgive them. I literally yeah. was bawling. I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit. Um, so, yeah. So that's, you know, that happens. Um, and then cut to, so not cut to, but meanwhile, all this shit's been happening at the Camden house. Roxanne and Chandler at the beach. Oh, yeah, dude. So they're having a little picnic on the beach or whatever. And he's like, um, you know, he's basically trying to like bring up the topic of marriage or whatever. And she's like, but like things are fine now, you know, like I don't, you know, I don't want to. Things are great. Things are great. Aren't you happy? Da, da, da. And he's like, I am. But it's like, I want to be with you forever. Like I want to have a family with you. I want to like make this real. And like, you know, I, I, I just want to start the rest of our lives together. And she's like, it's great. Whatever, whatever that happens. And you can tell like, like something, like something sort of falls over Chandler's face in that moment. And she, she, immediately transitions that conversation into like a makeout potentially sex session on the beach or whatever. But like, like something does sort of like literally fall over Chandler's face in that moment. Yeah. And then cut to they're on the deck of the beach house. Like is this like at the end of the episode ever they're on the deck of the beach house and, um, they're talking and he brings it up again. Yep. Marry me. No, I'm going to marry you. You've been saying that you're going to marry me. But I want to know for certain that you're going to marry me. I want to buy you a ring. I want to set a date. All right. How's next May or June or August or a year from now? How's next week or next month or the end of the year? I'm just not in a hurry. I mean, I I like things the way they are. Things will be the way they are. Only we'll be married. Nothing's going to change. Is that what you're afraid of? Or is it uh, that you like that you can just walk away from this uh, with things like they are? I can't keep doing this, Roxanne. I love you, but I can't. Let's get married or... yeah or or i i mean i have nothing but respect for chandler here Mm -hmm. i get it and that moment when he's like he's like oh is it just that you like the fact that you can walk away from this like with no strings attached or whatever when you want to and if you want to it's like he's he's holding up a mirror to her in that moment it's also a little unfair to the character, I think, because like it's, it's for us, the audience, this is coming out of nowhere. It really like, is. Three months ago, they were on cloud nine together. And all of yeah. a sudden we're led, we now have to frame ourselves that like, oh, Roxanne doesn't really love him maybe, or like doesn't have a foot, two feet into this relationship. Or yeah, like, I know. I, I'm actually hurt by that. Like as a writer, like, why would you do that to me? I was into them. Yeah, I know exactly. If I, if I was right, Rachel Blanchard, I'd be like, so what are you trying to write me off the show? Like what is yeah. this, you know? Um, but, but again, Given that that's the card cards were were dealt yeah. or whatever, like I do appreciate Chandler being like, I can't keep doing this. Like we went into this five or like a year ago or whatever. Like like right. we'll get, like we're gonna get married. Here we are. We're pretty much like living together. Was it a year ago? I don't know. Whatever. It's not a year ago. Okay, do, but like, but but when but when you tell someone you want to marry them on the first I date, know. does it matter how long ago? It was? I don't know. Like the thing is, like, dude, with with these with this show. Everybody likes to get married like real quick. And that really throws me off every time. Yeah, yeah. Man, like, time is like simultaneously accelerated and slowed down yeah. all at once. Matt and Sarah got married in a night. <laughs> so, like Lucy and Kevin had almost a year before they got married. Yeah, yeah. You know, or even like before he proposed, like almost a year. He proposed, I think, around the he proposed eight Valentine's to Day ten month mark. Yeah, so they got married at about the year mark. Yeah, think. and then with these two, it's well, I guess you know they're in between, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but but again, I respect that Chandler. Uh, okay, I don't know how to feel about maybe ultimatums or whatever, but like 
at the end of the day, Chandler had made his intentions very clear. Yeah, he knows and what Roxanne, he wants. And Roxanne uh, took those intentions in good, like, or allowed those um, intentions to be utilized on her in good faith or whatever, yeah. you know? And now, you know, now they're in a position where it's like, you know, why shouldn't they get married? They're doing, they're practically living like man and wife. They, yeah. They know they want to, or at least they talked about knowing they want yeah. to. So what the fuck is the holdup here, Roxanne? You know? And so for him to be like, I can't do this anymore. Either we get married or, and and for her to be like, what? Like, what does he mean that? What do you mean? Or, or it's like, you know what you, what do you, what are you talking about, Roxanne? You know what he means. Like, yeah, that, that, it all throws me off between these it's two. Just, yeah, and it's again, it's I can't stress this enough. Very unfortunate because we loved these two. Yeah. Like great chemistry, fun to watch, refreshing, and just now it's just like another drama. And you also made them kind like you know, you made them fun is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Like, you know, yeah. I, and now they're just another soap opera yeah. slog. Like, okay. Just give me one constant or one concrete thing here. <sighs> Thank you. And I guess that's going to be Kevin and Lucy. And, you know, I'm okay with with uh, Roxanne challenging Chandler and Chandler doing the same because they were doing that in the last season. Challenging, yes, but not Wh- like reneging on a commitment. But that's what I'm saying. Like, g- you could give me more of that. Of like them just like challenging each other, not this shit. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. where they have to break up now. Yeah, like how do I can't how how am I supposed to believe this is what they went through mm-hmm. when they were smitten cloud nine and then this? Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. It would have been so easy. Like show us arguments, show us tension. Let it lead to this. Yeah. If it's gonna go here, l- lead to it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. That would have been so much better. But no, but no, well, I don't know. How they're feel. setting it. I mean, they're clearly setting one or both of these characters up for something else happening this season. Great. And my money's on Chandler. If anything, or if I, if I, if I had to bet, I would guess that eventually Roxanne will drift out the window and Roxanne will have a new either love story or something major going on in his life, whatever. Ruby? No, I'm kidding. Oh, God. He's never coming back, T. I know. You're going to have to let him go. I know. <laughs> Bastards. Again, see, you made me like someone. <laughs> um, so that's about it, I think, for this episode. That's about it? <laughs> well, I know. We said like a million things. But like that's pretty much where Yeah. End. Yeah. You know, and Carlos is around. He's waiting to tell everybody that. Oh, uh, what's his name? Simon shows up in New York. Yeah. Only to be told that Matt's, Matt's out, of out of town. town. <laughs> Where did he go? I don't know. Whatever. Matter. He's gone. He's, he's not, out. Guys, he's not going to be in this uh, in this couple of uh, seasons. Yeah. Or, or at least this season, I don't think. He, I mean, he might really? make an appearance, but like, he's not He's not a back as a main character this season. Just give me one episode with Matt, okay? Just and one. one with Sarah, please. Yeah. At least. Oh, dude, and if you can throw a Richard Glass in there, oh. winning. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, give me one of those. Just give me a Hail Mary. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's where this episode part one leaves off. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots to figure out for part two, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, we'll do that when we next meet you guys. Mm-hmm. That didn't make any sense, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but until then, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. I don't even know what they're called anymore, but like, do it, find it, subscribe, rate, review. Um, Wait, speaking of rating. Yeah. What is your rate for this episode? Oh my God. T. It was a very, yeah. We like legit just skated over ratings. Ew, David. Uh, (laughs) My God. Um, You're right. What's yours? You go first. I'm not ready. (laughs) Um, Shit. Uh, Okay, I'll go. I'm giving this one... um, I'm going to give it a thumb up, thumb down. Okay. No, actually, I'm going to give it two thumbs down. (laughs) Two thumbs down? Yeah, I am. I'm going to give it two thumbs down. Okay. Because, like, honestly, like, not enough. Not enough for an opener. After the cliffhangers of last season, not enough for the opening move of this season. Yeah, it was one of those, like, you think something big is about to happen, and then it's like, you know, when you're trying to find money in your pocket and a moth flies out? (laughs) It's like one of those. 
You're like, you're all excited. You're like, all oh. you pull out is the lining. You're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two thumbs down. Yeah. I'm here. You. I, I, I hear you. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. He said, I'm here. You. Maybe part two will be better. Maybe. I mean, who knows? Um, I hope so. Maybe. I, who knows? I don't know. I, 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 I really don't know. Like, I don't know really where you go from here other than to literally just knock down the dominoes you've set up. So like what happens to Simon in New York? What happens with Mary and Carlos? What happens with um, Roxanne and Chandler and our Mary, um, our Lucy and Kevin can have a baby. Basically those three, like that's all you need to do. Can you just make sure Peter is on this entire season? I will. I feel like if he's in the opening credits, he probably will be. Yay! I love it. He's but, the greatest. Yeah. He's super cute. Um, okay. So back to where we left off. You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the social media or send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. Guys, new season, new round of comments, emails, suggestions, tweets, Instagram posts, all that shit. Let us know what you are thinking. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. And um, we're in the home stretch here, man. We've yeah. got four seasons left of this baby. So it's like, it's happening. <laughs> yep. Thank you for everybody that's been sticking around, dude. Yeah. Eight seasons in. Oh man. I think by the time this drops, there will be just under a year of episodes left. Wow. So that's, I mean, we're really in the home stretch. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's exciting. Um, anyway. And oh, also, if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of this amazing banter between T and I, it's the best. It's really the greatest, you guys. <laughs> um, head on over to patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. That's the number for heaven's sake pod, where you can subscribe to become a heaven head and get access to the heaven head special, which is two bonus episodes a month of live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not. Live commentary. Live commentary, you that I, Movies of, that I've seen? <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So all that and more coming at you this season. Um, and until next time, bye. Bye.